Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sam Legasic. And I'm Dreadful Dan Gallagher. And we're two old buddies that have lived our life at the edge of the mainstream. So come join us where things are a little odd. This is the of yours will be reduced to a burned-out cinder. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oddcast Movies, Music, and Gaming. And here with me, as always, is Dreadful Dan. Hi, Dan. Hello. And hello to the Odd Squad. The Odd Squad. <laughs> the, yeah, the outcast, the Oddcast outcast. Um, what was the other one we were saying? Oddballs. It's a lot Human there. oddities. Yeah. <laughs> People can take. I'll let, let the public decide what they want to call themselves. Um, as uh, we said on Minnesota this week, um, Harry Cloud was supposed to join us to talk about the Melvins album stag um but unfortunately he's been taken ill so instead we're just going to replace it with a game that i recently completed which is star wars jedi fallen order we've lost the empire's hunting jedi survivors now they know who you are can't change the past. You trespass, Jedi. But I'm done hiding. Cal Kestis. You will always struggle. It's the choice to keep fighting that makes us who we are. So, Dan, do you know... Mm. Anything about 
this game before we go into it? Star Wars. Yes. And you have um, watched Star Wars. Yes. But I reckon what they've probably done is probably not included hardly any of the actual characters. Because there oh, seems to be... You'd think that. There seems to be a drive, right, to expand this, like, brand and the universe. So I bet it's got Jedis and lightsabers. And yeah. probably nothing else recognisable from the uh, Star Wars that I know and love. Have you watched the, uh, I guess the first thing I should say, um, have you watched the prequels? Episodes one, um, two, and three. I watched one. Yeah. That's the one where Han Solo dies. That's the sequels. Oh. Spoiler. The prequels. Remind me what the prequels. <laughs> Remind me what the, oh, that's Phantom Menace. Yes, Phantom Menace. And Attack, Attack of the Clones. Clones, Revenge of the Sith. I've seen those. Okay, cool. So for anyone that doesn't know, it's a game. Um, And it's, it takes place, I think five years after Revenge of the Sith. And obviously before um, A New Hope, the first actual Star Wars film. So that's kind of where it's in the timeline, but it is very confusing because at the same time I'm watching Mandalorian as well, which I've really enjoyed. I'm still enjoying. And that takes place after the original Star Wars, but before the Star Wars sequels, which is Force Awakens, blah, blah, blah. So do it, okay. all this kind of Star Wars timeline stuff just kind of messes. Sometimes I'm watching it going like, what? <laughs> like, where does this fit in again? Um, but basically, if you remember the events at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, Order 66 or whatever takes place, and that's when the clones the basically the the stormtroopers um kill all the jedi they get the order to kill the jedi from the nasty emperor and that's basically what happens in revenge of the sith okay um and so and that plays a part in, in this basically so um it's quite interesting so for those that don't know and we haven't really prepped this properly but that's fine and we can you know still go along with it um but uh yes yeah, so star wars jedi fallen order it's an EA game. Um, it's obviously EA got a lot of stick. Well, not obviously, but I don't know if you know this, Dan, but EA got a lot of stick because they did Battlefront 2, which was um, a game. And oh. it, the reason why it got a lot of stick was because it opened out and um, it's a full price game, but load, there was loads of loot boxes and there were certain characters and stuff that you couldn't do without having to pay money to get a loot mm. box to unlock whatever to get it mm, it's not on which isn't on and it and they like a lot of games do it and it's a real problem but ea really took the piss basically when they did battlefront 2 so this is kind of like the first proper star wars game since then i think and uh this is a bit more like it's single player so there's no multiplayer element there's no well that i know of um, or anything like that it is story focused and it's okay. kind of trying to be a bit more like get get it back on track um when did it, it come out it came out 2000 it's a bit of a it came out into 2019 basically so it's a year old almost to the day actually um and there was a bit of there's a couple of things that, that came out fairly recently actually was that the the uh um, golden joystick awards was a few days ago okay which i should have gone through actually we could have just talked about it but um it got nominated it was in that weird phase and this happens with like oscars and stuff as well where 
it came out too late to be in last year's Golden Joystick Awards. And it's now got mixed up with all the games that came out this year. Yeah. There's quite a few good ones. So it just kind of gets forgotten. So it got nominated for like Best Action Adventure and it didn't win. Um, I can't remember what it did actually, but I don't think it won. Um, And yeah, so a lot of people were saying like, you know, oh, it's a bit, it's been treated a bit unfairly because it wasn't an awful game. We'll kind of get onto that. Um, (laughs) But it just kind of has, it's just been lost basically in the ether. Um, and also recently, yeah, we were kind of discussing this a little bit, is that some, a modder out there, because um, it's released on PC, has taken like um, the Mandalorian outfit um, and you can play as the Mandalorian within the game or whatever through a certain mod, which is quite cool and people seem to be a bit excited about that, especially now whilst the new series of Mandalorian is on and everyone's yeah. hot at Mandalorian. Um, so people quite like that. So it was, uh, I should say as well, this developed by Respawn Entertainment, Respawn are the guys that um, the founders, I can't remember the name, but they went um, from doing the Call of Duty games um, to kind of setting up within EA and all this. And uh, they did Titanfall 2, uh, 1 and 2. Um, and there's a few bits from Titanfall, which you'll see here, just like running up against the walls and all this stuff. Um, and yeah, but this was kind of like, apart from Titanfall, which did well, and I love Titanfall. Titanfall is one of the few... Um, big uh multiplayer things that came out in the early days of xbox one that i was obsessed with and I, that i was actually pretty good at as well like to the point where i was like i think i could go up with some pros here i reckon in reality probably i was like shit <laughs> but in my in my head i was like i can do this i could play this um they also recently did uh, apex legends which is a um very popular battle royale game that kind of you know, jumped on that bandwagon basically a bit. Uh, they did this and they're doing the new um, Medal of Honor, which is in VR, um, which comes out this year still. I think it's about to come out maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but they're the guy, they're, these guys came from Call of Duty. They're a big deal. So this was a really big deal, basically, when this game was announced that Respawn were doing it and that it was going to be Star Wars and that it wasn't going to be like, Battlefront 2, where it's like, oh, you're a Jedi and you're just kind of running around and there's things shooting at you, whatever, and all this stuff, that this was going to be a properly, like, story-focused, um, mature game, right? So, is it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it is. I, it's a bit of a weird one. So, gameplay-wise, um, and I'll, I'll get into the story and all this stuff, but essentially it's a third-person um, yeah, action-adventure game um third person means that you're not seeing it first person obviously you're behind the character so you're seeing the character in the middle front center of the screen um you pretty much and this is also one of the other things that like sometimes when you play star wars games and there's been tons of them tons of them um there's been a few where it like takes you a while to get your lightsaber and that's not the case with this one you you get it pretty quick um and it takes its um combat with the lightsaber which is basically how you play the game um it's taking it a bit out of like dark souls so you have like a light attack a heavy attack you can parry um and i think i was talking about this last time where it's like Mm. parrying being if you block just as you're about to get hit you can parry it and that leaves them open to like kill them he does a bloodborne thing which is um the stance and staggering if you remember we kind of touched upon this a little bit at the time which is if you're like 
trying to hit an enemy, you're not necessarily killing them. But if they're blocking, then you'll kind of knock down their stamina or whatever to a point where they get staggered. And they can do it. And in Bloodborne, obviously, they can do it to you as well. And this is the same. So it's using a bit more of a like Dark Souls-esque mechanic, which I like, obviously, because I love Dark Souls. Mm. Um, so it means so you're not just more... like tapping, you're not just going around tapping the button and going, I've got a lightsaber, cool. You have to like yeah. time your attacks well. You have to think about what attacks you're doing. You have to, like one cool thing, and it's probably one of my favorite things to do, is that, for instance, when they're shooting at you, you can just press and hold the block button and he'll just zap the laser blasts out of the way or whatever. Um, and if you're not blocking, obviously you'll, you'll get hit. But if you tap, if you parry the shots, it will send it direct back to like shoot them. So there's times when it's like there, you've got these like five or six stormtroopers shooting at you and you're blocking it like in time with when they're about to hit you and you're like, do, 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 do. And it will just like fire back at them and kill them. That shit, cool. Yeah. Shit like that. You're just like, that feels good. Like that feels great. That's good. So there's some depth to the mechanic of like the, that direct combat. Exactly. Yeah, there's a bit more thought to it. And some of the boss battles, um, and there's not that many, there's probably only really like five big ones, I suppose, um, are tough, are really tough, like because you have to really get those parries in and you have to time it right. Um, I would say that, uh, so one thing it does do from Dark Souls, but doesn't do it quite right, is sometimes when you press... It's, it's, Dark Souls is very fair and if you press a button um, and you do it wrong then uh, it will discipline you for it basically it will take advantage of that whereas with Star Wars um, yeah whereas with this Star Wars game it's sometimes like I might tap like X twice and then I'll go to block but it's already like I'm already in the motion of doing it so I get hit and it's not as immediate as what it should be. And that, mm. and therefore it makes it slightly more unfair than it really ought to be. So instead of Dark Souls where you feel like you're very much in the moment, even with your heavy shots or whatever, and you're doing X, Y, Z, it's things as well like, and, you know, it's weird even saying this because in in theory, Jedi Fallen Order is an easy, easier game. But if you take your Estus Flask, which is your health drink, basically, in Dark Souls, you press the button and he'll do it. Like there and then he'll do it. In Star Wars, you press the health button. He goes, hey, give me a shot or whatever. And then you have to wait for the shot and then you do it. So that's that process takes about at least two seconds, maybe three seconds. So if you're in the middle of a thing mm. and you're like, I need to get health boost. Not fair. You, yeah, you're just like, like getting killed. And it's just like, that doesn't feel fair because I'm pressing it. I hate it when the computer cheats. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then it comes, sometimes it comes up with a little thing saying, oh, slow your opponent down because you have all the Jedi stuff, which I'll come to. Slow your opponent down so you have time to heal. And it's like, I haven't got any, I haven't got any force powers because obviously I'm like in the middle of a battle and I've used it or whatever. So it's just like, so there's an element where it's just like, well, tough. <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck you, baby. Right, so stuff like that isn't, I don't feel as, um, as fair. They also try to do this thing where... Um, same as Dark Souls and if you on Bloodborne and all that, is that if you die, mm. um, you like leave your souls behind and then you can go and pick them up, etc. Yeah. Um, one thing that Bloodborne does, which this copies, is that sometimes it will be uh, a specific enemy. So that's what Jedi Fallen Order does. So if you get killed by a specific enemy, he will take your experience points up to when you last got a 
skill point or whatever bullshit, but it would take yeah. it. And then you have to go back and kill that person to get it back. Okay. So that's like, okay, cool. There's like a, you know, it's a thing here. The problem is, is that um, the save points are pretty fairly frequent. Um, and also they're usually at the beginning and the middle and near the end of a level. So it doesn't really matter because you're probably only like a minute or two minutes away from whatever killed you in the first place. And they try and, so it's a bit like, okay, like, oh, I lost a bit, but it doesn't really matter. And also like the good thing about Dark Souls sometimes is that you can grind out the enemies to get your XP up and you can put it into things like attack or speed. And that's the RPG element. Whereas with this, it's kind of like you're just unlocking moves and it's like, okay, I'm not really that fast about unlocking the moves. It's not making me any faster or better, really. Mm -hmm. It's kind of giving me more in my tool belt, but it's it's not really that great. Um, And also they like unlock, they do this Dark Souls thing of like unlocking shortcuts. So you'll travel through a level and then you open a door and you'll realize that, oh, right, I'm back here, um, which is also kind of fine, but you've got like a 3D map and the save points are so frequent that you're never really that bothered. Um, okay. So it's it's trying to be, and also it's got like a difficulty mode. Um, so you can just turn it down to easy if you need to. So I think it's kind of flirting with the idea of trying to do something Dark Soulsy, but it kind of misses the point um, I think if you don't do Dark Souls and you play this, it, you might find it interesting. Um, but and I think a lot of people will play this who have never played Dark Souls. But um, yeah, I was just like, this is kind of like really tame. Like, sounds like it's not challenging enough. No, but it's just it's not even a bit about being. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is about being challenging, but it's one being about like fair, and I always think that's quite important. <clears throat> that's where Dark Souls, what Dark Souls does well. So even when it's unfair, it still feels kind of fair. Um, That's what Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine doesn't do well. <laughs> what? It's not fair. That's what I've, I've hit a plateau with that game. I'm like, this, this, if this pig's just going to cheat every time, then what's the fucking point? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's the thing with the games made back then is they were purposely made to be, you know, difficult because they needed to eke out so every... every fucking minute of your time to make sure that it was worth the like 100 pound price tag yeah. Whatever it was. um yeah uh so yeah so anyway you've kind of got you've got that side of it the combat stuff is fun and it does work you've got the platforming side in the sense of you run around you double jump you jump here you go and whatever xyz that's fine it tries to do like uncharted stuff um and it's okay it's all right um and then you've got your mate He's a sort of robot who we're going to call BD1 who can unlock stuff for you. He will. So there's a thing where like you find like a crate to get an item or whatever. And each time you do it, you go, Hey, open this. He will open it, open it. He'll go in, rummage around and he'll jump back out. That whole process again, takes about four or five seconds. For me, I'm like, it should take half a second. Mm. I want it. I want to move on. Why do I have to watch these little fucking animations each and every Mm. time? And then there's a point where it's like, there's added security. So you have to upgrade him and then he will slice it in a sense. He will unlock it. 
and then he will go in. So I'm like, so I've got to go through two animations to get this item. And the only items I'm really getting, unless they're like a super secret cool one or whatever, are cosmetics for my character, my ship, and the little robot. And my, well, a lipstick, and my mascara. Yeah, <laughs> makeup. Um, but yeah, it's all like stuff like different coloured cloaks, different coloured ships or whatever. And you're like, great. So, that- <laughs> I don't care. Like, why am I even picking this shit up? So, great. Um, that leads me to the question I've been wondering, which is who who is your character? Was I right that you're just playing a generic mm. Jedi or Yeah, pretty much. You, uh, I'll get I'll get to the I'll get to the story point because the story okay. um is okay. It's it's a good in theory, in the actuality of playing it, it's not very good. Um but yeah, so so sorry, you go around, you pick up like Jedi Force things, which is like different big bits of XP and that's basically it. So um, you do have force powers, you can slow time down and there's like puzzles and stuff where you have to like uh, pull this thing and then slow it down so you can jump on it and then it will swing back or whatever and shit like that. So using your force powers for different, to manipulate the environment to kind of get you through where you need to go. So the puzzle stuff is okay, it's fine, it's cool. Um, You can push things, you can pull things um, and all that stuff is quite cool. So there's like, there's... that the combat of stuff is actually can be quite fun. So for instance, you're on like a place with loads of cliffs, you're battling one guy, you see like a whole bunch of people start coming over, you use force push, they fall off the cliff. Cool. That's that's pretty cool. That and that feels good. You've got like a big um you've got the uh rogue one robot. There's loads of them. And you can knock him down to his health where your robot mate can hack him. And then now he's fighting for you. And you can pull people and you can do whatever and all this stuff. So the combat stuff is all right. It does tend to get a little bit boring by the end. Um, And the lightsaber stuff, you start off with obviously your normal lightsaber. Then it becomes a double-ended lightsaber. And then it becomes a double-ended lightsaber, which you can do a special move where you break apart and you can do some light smash and then you put it back together. Um, And all this stuff. So the lightsaber stuff they have got down. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. The fighting. The fighting. The platform. Swordsmanship. Exactly. I thought it was good. I thought there were still some elements where I was like, they could work with this, but fine. The force stuff was good. That was a really good mechanic. And I think that's that was pretty great. Like just shit, like you can drag someone towards you, hold him up in the air in front of you, and then just like, it's like slice ah, through. That sounds fun. Yeah, shit like that's good. Um, slowing them down can be quite fun or whatever. Um, all this stuff's great um the platforming side where it's like a bit tomb raider and uncharted it's like find your way up to this bit and do whatever it's like okay like boring i'm so sick of platforming stuff um but essentially that's basically the game so um i thought we'd just go into the actual story yeah and, and why are you doing all this exactly why are you doing this so let's what, take a bit what of the a, fuck are you trying to do <laughs> you fucking idiot <laughs> Um, so let's take a bit of a, a break and we'll get into it. So, yeah, it's sold, I should say as well, like, just looking at it, it's by the end of March 2020, it sold more than 10 million copies. Which Fuck. Is, which is pretty good. That's more than people saw Star Wars. Probably. Yeah, probably. No, stop. Um, 
Well, I don't know. Yeah. But 10 million copies is, is really good. The way I played it, I should say, is because I played it through, um, I've got the Xbox Game Pass, which means you know, it's like a Netflix, basically, for games. And they've recently teamed up with EA. And so all EA stuff is on Game Pass. And it's pretty good. It's uh-huh. the one really good thing about having an Xbox um, as well, which I imagine they're doing for Xbox Series X, which I haven't got, but I want to get. And I've also got but, a PS4, but I want to get a PS5. Um, but it's available on other game systems. Yeah, it's available on everything. You can get it on everything. PC, can, Xbox, Amiga, PlayStation, Amstrad, Stadia. Um, no, nothing. Amiga. Um, oh, you can try. <laughs> you can try. Uh, and good luck to you. <laughs> On a hundred floppy disks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, it, I should say it's quite cool as well in terms of, and I was just reading it here, and I just forgot. Um, the idea is that you go back to the worlds, and through the fact that you've unlocked more powers, you can access different parts of the worlds that you weren't able to do before. That is called a Metroidvania style of um, game because. Huh the Metroid series did it and also the Castlevania yeah. series did it. So it's called Metroidvania, which is cool. where you retrace your steps, but now you can do more shit and go different places and get stuff or whatever um, because you are more powerful. Um, so, yeah. So who are you, basically? What happens? So, yeah, it takes place five years after the Great Jedi Purge <clears throat> and um, that you play uh, Padawan, um, even though he's probably, I don't know, like I think he's supposed to be like 18 or something. Um, Padawan Cal Kestis, Cal, uh, what's wow. his name? This little ginger um, weirdo who <laughs> is hiding on the planet Bracca. So he is, um, and this, this intro bit's quite cool. So he's basically uh, scavenging or uh, salvaging um, all these parts from all these like huge ships from the Clone Wars that's just happened or just finished. And it's all like super dangerous. And this is where you get to learn the controls and what the different stuff you can do is like running against the walls. And actually, I don't think you could do that first, um, but like just jumping and making your way across stuff, whatever. And you've got a mate there. Um, I can't remember his name, but um, uh, who's this like big alien guy. And then you're sent to the top of the ship to go retrieve something. And um, he's like in hiding. So obviously you can't tell anyone he's a Jedi. And basically, an accident happens. His mate almost dies, so he has to use the Force. He uses the Force, then the Empire basically somehow, like, find out. Um, and then whilst he's, like, travelling yeah. home... Well, they probably sense the shift in the exactly, Force. in the Force. Yeah. Um, and as they are... As he's on the train home with his mate, his mate's like, look, I'm not going to tell anyone, but, you know, you should leave. Like, you know, someone could have seen that. It was, it was basically out in the open. Um, mm-hmm. So someone's probably seen it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, the train stops, they come out and um, they've got what are called the Inquisitors, uh, which are basically cool looking Sith. So they look a bit Darth Vader-ish. They've got the helmets and all this stuff. Um, and you've got someone called the um, Second Sister, uh, who is um, basically the big bad guy um, in in this game. Um, Second Sister? Yeah. You've is got- that a character from, is that a new character? Yeah. Does it exist anywhere else in Star Wars? New character. Okay. This whole thing's not new. Um, cool. And then, anyway, it's like, which one of you is a Jedi? And then the guy's mate, Cal's mate, is like, hey, fuck the Empire. And they're like, Bleh, and they kill him. He's like, no. And he gets out his lightsaber. And then it's like, okay, we found the Jedi. Let's go after him. And then you've got this cool like chase sequence, which is like everything's kind of blowing up and falling apart. So you're trying to like get away. 
Um, and that's one thing about this game that does annoy me is you have this loads of things where you're like sliding down stuff and you have to like toggle left and right and jump at the right time. And there's so many times I did that where it's just like, I just died and I'm just a bit like, but I jumped, but it's like, I just didn't jump that far enough or like that late. Or oh, that's frustrating. Oh, it's like I jumped onto a wall and then, um, but I'd, but I'd already pressed jump again by accident instead of holding it. But it was ages ago, so it shouldn't really count, but it's counted it. And so I'm just jumping into nothing, things like that. I'm just like, oh, this is supposed to be like uh, a nice, smooth experience. And it's really driving me crazy. Maybe that's because I'm shit, which is also a possibility. Um, but yeah, anyway, so you're like kind of trying to get away. And then you go up against the second sister and you're like, fuck, I can't beat this. I can't beat this woman. She's like shit hot. Um, and basically, she's sexy. Yeah, well, you don't know at this point, but you imagine so. She's hot. But you think, yeah, she is, um, she's hot, if that matters to you. <laughs> she's not real. Um, so uh, basically a ship pulls up and is like, get in. And, um, you know, you get in there like, who are you? And this is where, this is these are your mates, basically, who you're mates with, which for what feels like two days, Um because there's no like bits where he's uh, maybe there is, but I don't remember. There's hardly any bits where he like falls asleep. It's just like this feels like it all happens like sequentially, like in very short order. And then by the end of yeah. it, you're all like saying you're best mates, and it's like, but you only met like this morning. Um, but yeah, so you're on this, uh, you're on this ship with um, a former Jedi Knight who's now cut off from the Force. Um, called it says I can't remember her name. It says here like Cherry, Seri, or something like that. I'm just gonna say Seri. It's probably not it. I'm probably completely wrong. And some little weird guy, like furry thing with four arms. He's like, hey, I'm a driver in the ship. Um, called Grease. It says here, and they're on uh, yeah the Mantis, which is their ship. So anyway, this woman Seri is like, hey, you're like a Jedi. I used to be a Jedi. Uh, look, we need to like find this thing. We're gonna get the Jedi's back together. We're gonna build them back up. We're not gonna be in hiding anymore. We're gonna build up the Jedi Order, right? That's okay. basically the whole premise for the whole whole thing. So um, it's like, oh, we've got to go to this um, planet. I think they call it Bogano or whatever. Um, and this is where like this old Jedi guy was hanging out and he found something. We need to find out what it is. So you're like, okay, whatever. I've got nothing to lose now. Like I'm fucked anyway. So why not? So you go to this planet and this is kind of where you start practicing your lightsaber shit and all this stuff. And there's like shitty little evil creatures who are pretty easy to kill. Um, and you find, you get to this, basically this big, um, temple, you find this little robot kid, um, called BD1 who uh, is your mate, who basically hangs onto your back and he um, is like with you the whole way. He becomes yeah, your little friend. But he has these little like um, uh, little holo- uh, holograms or whatever um, of this old Jedi master going like, welcome, you've made it here to this thingy and well done. And here's some Jedi history stuff. And you're sitting there going, okay. Um basically you find out that there's a thing that has the whereabouts of all the Jedi sensitive children in the, in the galaxy or whatever. Cool. That's dangerous. That could be uh, abused if it fell into the wrong hands. Well, exactly, Dan, exactly. So the idea is that it's like, here's where they all are. So we can build up the Jedi. We'll turn them into Jedi and we'll get them to be, um, you know, Padawans again. But at the same time, obviously the bad guys want it, don't they? They want to know where all these Jedi Jedi kids mm. are. They're going to kill them yeah, all. But, yeah, they don't want to make them Padawan. Exactly. They want to they want to get rid of them. Um, 
So the old King Herod story again. Uh, the King Herod, yeah, exactly. It's the old King Herod story. Yeah. Um, so it's a rip-off. It's a rip-off. It's a fucking rip-off. <laughs> so anyway, he's like, yeah, to get in this vault, you've got to find, you've got to go on my journey. And it's like, okay, here we go. And it's like, okay, and you've got to like get something that will help you open the vault. So you're like, fine. So you go to, um, you go to uh, Kashyyyk or whatever, where the Wookiees come from. And they're like in the middle of this war with the Empire. And this is where Forrest Whitaker's character from Rogue One is. Um, it's like a younger version of him, obviously. And mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker does the voice as well, um, which oh, is that's quite cool. cool. Yeah. And uh, he's basically like, hey, yeah, I can help you, but we've got to like kill these Empire guys because they're dicks. So you're like, okay, cool. So um, you kind of work your way through this level, you're opening stuff, you're trying to do whatever, you're getting your way through it. And then you basically, um, you free the imprisoned, uh, the imprisoned Wookiees and they get out. And then you, um, you go up against one of those like 80 or Atats or whatever they're called, but the ones with like two legs, not the big ones, they're like kind of little mini ones with two legs, if you remember. Yeah. Uh, uh, vaguely. What yeah. are they called? No, I remember them. I, don't I, don't know. I used to know what they were called. I can't remember now. Are they called? What are the big ones called? I can't remember. I yeah, the big one's an at- Big one is Atat. Right. Small one is like a derivation of... Of eighty, eighty, I can't remember what it is though. Titties, um, <laughs> and you fight like one of those, and then that's quite cool. Or maybe you do that on the one before. I can't remember. Anyway, you kill one, and it's like okay, great. Um, and then ATST, the, ATST. Okay, great. Um, and then you're like, okay, cool. Um, I've like I've helped. I need. I've helped do whatever, but I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find someone to help me find this thing. Oh, but it's like not here. And so it's like, uh, okay. So anyway, and then you start, you basically get um, accosted by the second sister again. And she's like, hey, you know, I know who you're traveling with. That Seri woman, she was my master. Um, And you're like, oh my God. And she's like, yeah. And she left me to like die. She tried to kill me. She's not like this good good woman that you think she is or whatever and so you're like oh great and actually that um that bit was pretty cool because it's for one bit the actual battle sequence was the first um this like boss battle where you come up against her again was the first um proper bit where i was like oh fuck this has suddenly got really hard (laughs) like i have to pay attention to what i'm doing now um and also yeah she takes the helmet off and um yeah uh you'd you'd like the look of her damn what to say yeah nice Um, but, and also she's all like gothy. She's like emo and sithy and whatever, which is always like a, a good thing. But anyway, so that's quite interesting. So then you're like, oh, okay, fine. Um, so he realizes that he needs this special, I'm kind of reading this off a little bit. Uh, he needs to find this artifact, whatever, some a fucking MacGuffin basically to open this vault. Um, and then- I beg he, your pardon. What? What did you say? A MacGuffin. I thought you said, I thought you said a fucking MacGuffin. <laughs> a fucking MacGuffin. I did a say A fucking that. MacGuffin. I did say that. <laughs> All right, sorry. I just, uh, it rolled off the tongue quite nicely, though. Caught my ear. Um, <laughs> and then there's basically this bit where you get, I can't remember how it happens, but you get um, you get killed or whatever, or knocked mm. out by a bounty hunter. And then you're taken mm. to a prison. And then you find you work your way out of the prison. You find your little robot mate. And then you're in this like gladiatorial arena and you have to like fight all these things. 
and you uh, you win, and then they're like, "Oh, we're going to kill you anyway." And then the, your mates and your in the spaceship turn up and save you. You're like, "Okay, cool, see ya," and you run off. And you meet other bounty hunters on the way, but I didn't lose to them after this one. So I wonder if it's a case of if you lose, you and I don't know if it's true or not. If you lose, you go back to this like arena because it felt very weird. Like just suddenly, like, what am I doing here? And then it's like back to the story. Um, but then, yeah, with the other bounty hunters, I was able to kill them before they were able to kill me. Uh, so I don't know if they drag you back there or whatever, but whatever. So um, anyway, uh, you get out from being trapped, basically. Um, and uh, yeah, so you, I think you that's when you go back to find this. Oh, God, it's really, uh, it's really complicated. You get you go back to find this Wookiee who says you need to go to like the top of the origin tree, and you're like, okay, fine. So now you've got to work your way up this massive, huge like tree. Um, you get and there's this like dragon thing flying around, and you're like, okay, cool. And then he becomes your friend because he's like injured, classic like fucking thorn in the lion's foot thing. And then when you get to the top, you come up against the ninth sister, who's the mm. second sister's mate, and she is like some big fucking. She looks like a cartoon. She's like some big like ogre thing, but she's got all like the fucking Darth Vader shit on. And uh, you're like, what the, hell is, cool. what the hell is this? It looks really, in my, I thought it looked really like Saturday morning cartoony, but... Um, I'm looking her up. Ninth Sister, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but that battle was pretty tough as well. Um, and that's pretty good. But uh, that's when you get your double-sided lightsaber just before that. But it's probably best to use your single one because it has more power um but that was quite interesting and you've got to make sure you dodge at the right time and get out of the way of any force shit whatever fine anyway she looks like a bloke yeah she does like she sounds like one a little bit as well um and nothing wrong with that of course of course of course and anyway this thing you need to like unlock the tomb um is on a planet called dathomir and this is when it all starts getting a bit... This is when I've lost track with what I was supposed to be doing. So you go to this other planet and it's like a desert, basically. And there's these, like, like mummy-style, like, zombies who are, like, have, like, green eyes and, like, green fiery eyes and whatever. And you're kind of fighting them and you're like, okay, fine. And there's this, like, apparition that keeps coming up going, like, you Jedi killed my people, you fuckers. So take this. And you're like... Ugh. So you have to go through these like desert kind of ruins um, to get where you need to go. And then halfway through, you meet this, um, you meet this guy called Jaro, I think it's his name. And he's mm-hmm. all like, he's got like a fucking Sith hood and he looks like a crazy old man. And um, you're like, who the hell is this guy? And he's like, oh no, don't mind me. I've just, uh, you know, I'm just traveling. I don't know what's going on. And then he like disappears and you're like, okay, fine. That's going to come, come back later, isn't it? Um and then you kind of go around and you have to figure out a way how to climb a certain wall. You pick that up, you go back, you climb up this wall to get to where you need to go. And then, um, yeah, and then that guy uh, suddenly appears again and he's like got like a fucking, he's like ripped and he's got like some lightsabers at the front and he's like, yeah, I used to be a Jedi, but now I've realised that, you know, being uh, having all this power is actually really cool. How about you and me team up and we'll be like really powerful together? How does that sound? And that's like, pretty good. Cow's just like, uh, no, I'm all right. Thanks. Don't worry about it. Um, Why would you say no? 
And uh, yeah, it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And anyway, this... Um, I'd be like, yeah, it's a great idea. You, you, you're you ripped and you've got loads of lightsabers and shit. Yeah, well... Why would exactly. he say no? Sorry, Jaro is his... Um, oh my God, this is really bad, I shouldn't know. Jaro is his former master. So I should say that throughout the game, you're having flashbacks to when you were a kid <clears throat> and your Jedi master, who's called Jaro, who's like some kind of creature thing, is... Um, uh, is uh, like a good guy, but you kind of have to, and this is kind of part of the plot, is that um, you have to come up against the fact that, you know, you weren't powerful enough to um, help your master and that's why you feel guilty for his death. Um, but the bad guy I was talking about is a guy called Malico. Sorry, so that's, that's my um, mistake. I got a bit confused. So basically you go to like, you know, you have this apparition where you blame yourself for Jero and he's like, yeah, you're no good or whatever. And you're like, oh God, I'm so sorry. And then like, yeah, that's when Malico is like, yeah, come join me with the dark side. Like, forget the shit. It's great. Um, It's really powerful. And then it's like, uh, no. And this like woman um, who's, uh, who like owns this planet, it's powerful woman. I can't remember her name now. Um, Oh God. Is it Merrin or something like that? And uh, she's like, get out of here, you idiot. (laughs) So you're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and uh, he breaks his lightsaber as well. His lightsaber gets, like, crushed. So he's like, oh, I can't fight anything. So you run back to the ship, you go away, and then the Jedi woman is like, you need to, like, just get a new, like, like one of those crystals. She's like, okay, great. So I'm, like, thinking, fucking hell, all I want to do is just get this thing to get into the vault. Fine. So you have to go to this, like, Jedi planet. You go do all this other shit to get your little crystal, and then that is where you realise that you aren't to blame for all your all the bad stuff and, um, and all this, you're just a kid, you're learning your powers and etc. And then that's when you build your a lightsaber. You're like, okay, cool. My lightsaber's back. Great. Um, I'm going to go back. So you go back, uh, to that dusty planet, you fight the Mariko guy. Um, and then the, the spooky woman is helping you and she's like, Oh, Mariko's evil and you're trying to kill him. So, you know, I guess you're my friend, enemy of my enemy um and you kill him she helps and she's like you know what i'm gonna help you so he's like okay then you go and you pick up this thing that you needed to unlock the vault back of this jedi place you pick that up you go back to the vault um and this is where you become like a jedi knight the old um i think i think this is where it was the the old jedi woman is like okay i'm gonna make you um a jedi knight well done. <laughs> there you go. You're a Jedi. You're a proper full Jedi now. You're not a Padawan. Um, go and do your thing. So you go back, you open this, you open the vault and you get this, I think it's called a holocron or something, which is what all these Jedi kids, I don't know, like identities or whatever are on. As you get it, the second sister comes back. She attacks you. She takes a holocron. Um, and you are just, I think I just left to die. I want to say, um, or she runs away or something. Um, she gets away anyway, and you survive um, somehow. I can't really remember how. It's really annoying. Um, so, uh, yeah. So um, after that, you're told that you need to go pick up the holocron. She's got it at this, like, on this special ship or whatever, um, where Seri, who is that? woman who's on your ship your mate basically and this is where you find out that what had happened is that the second sister was the padawan to seri and they all 
all got captured and Siri, um, sorry, and the Padawan got turned to the dark side. And when Siri realized that her Padawan became, has become like the second sister, she basically went into this like rage of fury and she killed everyone. And she thought she killed her Padawan, who she didn't. So the second sister is like, she tried to kill me. And she got really angry. And so Siri's like, yeah, like I had a taste of the dark side and I got scared. So I cut myself off from the force. So that's quite a nice little like story beat. And I think this is it yeah. throughout the whole game is that I'm I'm playing it going like, I'm the most boring character in this entire thing. Yeah. Everyone else is more interesting than I am. Um, and the whole thing with him and his like master is like, oh, okay, cool. It's like, but it's that classic thing where it's like, well, you're just a kid. Like there's not like, if it, if it had been something like, he froze and his master died. Do you know what I mean? Or something that was actually like his fault rather than like he was just wasn't powerful enough or just like whatever. Then you're like, yeah, but that's not really like your fault. Like I can see why you blame yourself, but it's a bit like unwarranted. If you'd actually made a mistake and fucked up, then mm. I would have found it a bit more interesting. Or if you like gave into the, like, the dark side a little bit, um, and it ended up that your master got killed because of it. Something like that. I would have been a bit more engaged with it. But as it were, it's just like, well, you were just some kid and you tried to escape and he didn't make it and you did. Like, why do you... F- Sorry, come. That can be good sometimes, can't it? Especially in a game, I think, if the uh, character you're playing is kind of like a blank canvas. Mm. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. It's um, And then you've got strong, interesting characters all around. Yeah, and there's there's a little bit of that. I think of things like um, Mass Effect Two, for instance, comes to the top of my head, where you are able to, but that, but in that it's a blank slate because you're able to like mold who you want to be, and that's why it's a blank slate. Whereas with this, you're playing a protagonist that has yeah. that has targets and has like character development, or is supposed to have it that keeps it engaging. Um, you're not a blank canvas in the fact that it's like you can associate yourself with this person. Um, okay. It's more just like he's just a boring, bit of a whiny character. Um, anyway, so you go to this, you go to this place which is where she, they all got tortured and whatever. You go back, you make your way through, and this is where it's like it gets like a bit tougher. You're going through waves of enemies, and they're they're a bit tougher now. Um, you get through, and then you uh, fight the second sister, and that's a pretty tough fight. And then when you're just about to beat her, and I got, it took me a couple of tries. And the time I actually beat her, I just had literally the slither of health left. I was really, I was actually really lucky to beat her. And then it gets like, it gets to a point where the Seri woman comes in and she's like, I need to do this. Let's, I need to take on my Padawan. And anyway, then all of a sudden from behind you hear her. 45 I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And from the back comes fucking Darth Vader. And you're like, What? Shit, Darth Vader. Because he's like He's actually in it. Yeah, so he's actually in it. And then he's like, vroom. He kills the second sister. He's like, you failed me or whatever. And like Cal and the Siri woman is like, uh, who the fuck is this guy? And that's what I quite liked. You know, like in Rogue One, because mm. you've seen Rogue One, right? And, yeah. and like probably my favorite bit of the whole film is that end bit with Darth Vader. I was like, yeah, they've made him scary again. Like it's like fucking horror film when he used to stand it in. It's like, and that red lightsaber goes on and you're like, fuck. <laughs> like he's like fucking like, um, Jason or something or like Michael Myers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember now. And, um, this is the same kind of feeling. So like straight away, the Siri woman who you've seen is quite powerful, like goes to Darth Vader and he's just like that. And she just flies off into oblivion and you're like, fuck. so anyway, um, you're just like run, just leg it. So as he's doing this, he's like tearing up this whole like fucking space station trying to get to you. Um, and you basically are able to run away and you get, um, there's a it's a pretty cool bit where it's they use like a lot of horror film tropes where it's like you're like on a lift you're pressing the button you're like you look at it like oh, phew okay and then you look back and he's just standing there you're like <laughs> fuck it's like and then you're like um, like they close and he like puts his lightsaber through trying to cut through and the, the oh, thing cool. starts going you're like okay that's great and anyway like he's at the bottom going come on get the ship ready get the ship ready I've got to get out of here and he's like running and then you're like you're just going and then the door's open and he's standing there and he kind of pulls you with the force. You're like, oh, fuck. So um, like, it was one of those few times, because that's the thing, is like when you, especially like with you know, our age, when you see Darth Vader so much, he like loses that threat element mm. because you've just seen him and everything. And okay. so when he's in a situation like this, where you're like, he looks fucking scary, like properly, mm. like you're just like, I like this. Like this is the Darth, this has come back to Darth Vader that he should be seen as. Um, and anyway, like they, they the other woman comes back from wherever and uh, they're trying to like take on Darth Vader. Um, but they're like, yeah, we're not going to win this. So Cal, cause they're underwater, Cal like breaks open a window. Um, so water comes flushing in. They like jump out and Darth Vader's trying to keep the water back whilst they like swim up and are able to get away. And I was like, that's clever because he's in his suit. Right. So um, being in the water is probably not good. <laughs> For like Darth Vader because of like his fucking well suit or whatever and all this stuff um so that kind of made sense because I was literally like how are they going to get away from him like really because he's super fucking um powerful and all this stuff but I quite like the way they did it so basically you go away and you've got the holocron now and then it's like and then you basically like throughout the game you have this little chat where it's like like why do you even want this like just leave it hidden they're like, no, 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 we've got to bring the Jedi up. And it's like, but you're just going to, like, what's that going to do? Like, you're bringing them up to do what? Like, just 
fight against the Sith and the Empire. Like, you're just making them targets, basically. They're just children. Um, and you're like, no, 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 we're going to save them. We're going to take on. It's like, so what? You're going to, like, raise an army of children, um, you know, and you're going to try and keep them safe. Like, I don't think you should be doing That's this. It's a liability. Yeah, exactly. And so, anyway, they go up. Because as well, it's got to fit into the canon. Because you're like, well, surely there's, like, going to be Luke or whatever like, on this fucking thing. And um, mm-hmm. they destroy the they destroy the holocron. They're like, oh, the fates will have it, but at least now, like, the empire won't get it. And then so that's it. And then it ends. They're like, what adventure are we going on next? Um, and that's good ending. A good logical ending. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So there was just annoying things in terms of the story, in a sense of like everything. You start at this temple and everything's just trying to get you back to the temple, which I don't mind, but it's just like one thing. It's just things getting in the way of you doing it. It never feels like you're progressing. It's more like obstacles are just put in your way. So like you get taken by the bounty hunter. It's like pointless. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't serve the story whatsoever. It's just like to eke out the game a little bit longer. Um, It's like your lightsaber gets broken. So you need to find a crystal for you. It's like, so I have to go. It's like, you're making me do it. So I go through all this stuff to get back to where I was. And you could say like, no, it's to do with the story. And he has to like, you know, he's chosen his lightsaber crystal because it's important to him and feeling like a Jedi. It's like, yeah, but it's bullshit really. It's just kind of, you know, you're just making me do stuff that isn't really relevant to the main story. Um, Because yeah, it's like, all I'm doing is just going after like one thing and I have to jump through all these hoops to get it. Um, And that's sometimes what I don't like about uh, games like this, where it's just like, I don't mind if there's like action and consequence where like one thing I need to get this, not necessarily to, um, you know, it just, it's got to make sense to me. Like something's happened and then, Oh, maybe someone stole something and it's got to do this or like, okay, fine, we have to, like, put get, like, the five pieces of this thing together, but two of them have disappeared. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And things like that, rather than just, like, okay, you need to get into here, but to get here, you need this other thing. So you need to find someone who knows where the other thing is. And he sent you up a tree, because it might be there. And then you have to go back down and look at it, and it's just like, fucking hell. You want direct, direct consequences and direct rewards. Yeah, but it's just like... All I'm doing is just pressing up. Like I'm just walking through things to get to somewhere else rather than feeling like um, I'm actually doing mm-hmm. something worthwhile. Mm. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. It's a bit weird. But um, yeah, that's the game, basically. It's quite interesting. Um, um, any questions? I've just been doing a little about? bit of reading around yeah. while, while you are saying that. Um, that ninth sister character appeared in a comic series. Right. That's quite recent, so I'm wondering if some of the other characters maybe did as well. Um, mm-hmm. Possible, yeah. Apparently, 2017. There's a comic book series called. Um, let me see. Sorry, I've lost it now. Darth Vader, uh, Lord of the Sith. Yeah, I haven't, re- I haven't read it. I know they did bring out a few, um, uh, like Marvel comic book series on Star Wars to kind of you know, do a bit more, sell a bit more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems to be it. It's, uh, sorry, it's called, so Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. Um, and yeah, she's a character from that apparently. So 
That's quite cool as well. They've taken characters that existed or just existed. They're probably in development at the same time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been going on for a while. And just weaved it all in. Um, which is nice. Mm. So I guess if you're uh, you know, engaged and like those characters, you can uh, go and pick up these and there's a bit more backstory to them mm. if you're uh, so compelled to. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, it's cool that they've rehabbed Darth Vader as well. Like I said, like, made him a bit more more menacing again. Yeah, I honestly, it sounds weird, but I honestly didn't expect him, I should have expected him to be it, but I didn't. I honestly didn't expect him to... Um, in it and uh yeah when he turned up and he was like oh fuck and it was really good because it's just like it's like these guys are just playing at like jedi and sith whatever and then here comes fucking darth vader it's the real deal oh fuck like this is like this is sith power it's like mightiest Um, is he in the mandalorian uh no um not yet anyway he well he's dead in the mandalorian because it's after oh um jedi because um, if they really wanted to make him like a hated villain again no they've got right. um, so they've got a character in it who and this is uh, something that's, um, it's it's the guy it's the main guy from Breaking Bad but I don't think you've watched that um, and he's kind of looking he has, he, he's kind of a bit Darth Vader-ish I mean he's some skinny black guy but in the sense of he wears like the um, suit and stuff he's got a dark saber as opposed to an evil lightsaber Mm. Um, and at the end of the last episode, he had these like big hulking, um, like outfits or like costumes, well, they're not costumes, whatever they are, just what soldiers might wear, um, that have all all, like kind of Darth Vader-ish. Now people are saying that that are the, they are the characters from Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Academy, was it that one or the first? Oh, no, actually, maybe it's Jedi Knight 1, which is a really old PC game, basically. Um, okay. And it's good, and it's, it's really good. But that, that that was actually about stealing the Death Star plans, and that was canon for ages, um, before Rogue One and all this stuff. But in that, yeah. they had these kind of, like, tank Vader-looking guys who were, like, just, like, big, strong heavies. And people yeah. were wondering if that's what they're going to do, if they're going to bring that into Mandalorian. But they look a bit Darth Vader-ish. But no, he's not. He's not in it. But there is like Sith shit going on. Because mm. yeah, because that like was it that Baby Yoda thing everyone's yeah. going on about? I mean, you've got a great opportunity there for somebody to do something horrible to it. Really, be put over as a monster kind of character. Yeah, that doesn't Rape happen. The Baby like, Yoda. If anything happens to um, that Baby Yoda, it doesn't get me a bit upset. I want to see it bent over and. Damn. Baby, it's not real. Yeah, it's, it's not real. It's just like it's just pixels, isn't it? You can say about anything. Darth Vader forcing his manhood into its tiny mouth. No, wrong timeline and all this. It's all wrong. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so enough, of that, enough of that. Leave the baby out. It's called the child as well. So like you know, dying impaled on Darth Vader's no. meaty manhood. Nope. 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 Um, so Dan, should we take on that note? Should we take a venture into the nerds' corner? Yes, it's my favorite place to be. So, Dan, 
it's a bit of a weird one for Nerds Corner, but I thought it was quite interesting. Um, the guy that did the um, voice for BD1 is called hey. Ben Burt. Now, do you know who Ben Burt is? No, I've never heard that name before. Ben Burt, um, very interesting man. He's basically a, a sound designer for the most part. Um, and he did, he, he does a lot of stuff, what it says in his Wikipedia. Um, he's an editor, director, screenwriter, and voice actor. Uh, but as a sound designer, he did Star Wars and it, like the mm-hmm. series, Indiana Jones series, E.T., Star Trek, Wally. Um, and he's also uh, the one who basically, you know, the Wilhelm screen. No, sorry. Oh, yes, sorry. I do. Yes. Yeah. So he's the one that sticks it all to the Star Wars movies and all this stuff. He's kind of like, oh, okay. He made the Wilhelm scream more of a thing. <clears throat> okay. He's also the voice of R2 D2, um, the lightsaber ah. gun, the lightsaber hum, the sound of the blaster guns. Wow. The, he makes those noises. Yeah. The breathing of Darth Vader. Um, huh. He created the Ewoks language. Um, and he was also the voice of Wally for Wally. Um, yeah, he's won like uh, Oscars and all kinds of shit. Um, really great resume. And he was, yeah, really great resume. And he was, the, he was the editor of the Star Wars prequels and all this stuff. So he's done fucking tons of stuff. And he is the voice of BD1. Um, and I just thought that was quite interesting. So it's not, uh, it's kind of a, uh, it's very short short one, but it's one of those things where it's like looking up going, Ben Burt. I was like, I definitely heard that name before. And as I was just looking into it, I was like, man, he's like done everything. He's like, you know, of our entire childhood, basically. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he's done tons of, he's directed loads of like IMAX documentary films um, as well, including uh, like Blue Planet, apparently. Um, he also wrote a bunch of, do you remember the Star Wars cartoon droids? I do. I, I really remember that. Yeah, so he wrote a few really episodes of that. Um, he edited, yeah, uh, as I said, Star Wars prequel trilogy, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles and all that stuff. Um, he's in Return of the Jedi. Um, and uh, yeah, apparently um, in Return of the Jedi, he's he's one of the characters that he has freeze. Um, before Han Solo knocks him off a balcony. And the scream... Oh, that him. <laughs> yeah. And the scream, the as Bert falls in, is, is his own imitation of the Wilhelm scream that he popularised. Oh, really? Because I've actually seen that used as an example of the Wilhelm scream in cinema. Right. And you're saying it's not, it's actually... Apparently it's him doing it's it. Him doing it. it says here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. To I really understand... Well, to understand the importance of this, uh, need to hear actually what this voice sounds like so why don't we come to do do final impressions and i want you to do it as robot b1 bd2 bd1 basically rtd2 okay i mean this can be uh fairly this might be fairly easy or fairly hard Interesting thoughts. <laughs> um, I quite concur. Yeah, it's just weird whistling. I bet. He, I bet if he does it, he doesn't even whistle. He kind of like does something weird. It's a bit like that, isn't it? 
Oh, it's like, oh, he's used to like that with RTD2, the little like sad one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what made him so cute. That's true. Well, I'm surprised that you felt like that, actually. I thought uh, that you enjoyed it more. <laughs> so. That's too bad. <laughs> well, what about you? Even though I know you've not played it, but have you got any final impressions on, on what I've kind of laboriously described it as? Yeah, I, just, I think it sounds really good. Um, you know, being able to actually feel like you're, you know, making decisions in those sort of combat situations is, makes it sound like it's probably pretty cool. Um, and I like, you know, that it sounds like it's got its own characters and story, which are linked into other like aspects of the uh, of the universe. Mm. Um, that, it, that it does its own thing. And yeah, I'd be up for playing that. It sounds really good. Yeah, it. I think it's all the right bits are there. I just don't think it was executed perfectly. I think the story, the story itself was fine in terms of like the character, the periphery characters. The main arc of trying to get this thing back was a bit shit, and planet jumping, and all that was like meh. the moment to moment combat stuff was was good, but the save point thing and that was another thing is you have these bits where you these save points where you meditate and you level up and whatever they they were just put in i don't know it just never it never really felt that much of a um problem when you died i suppose um but yeah the combat stuff is great the sound and all this stuff and generally the look of it was good it looks great as well like it looks nice um and yeah, that the the characters apart from your character um, were pretty cool. The Darth Vader bit at the end really made up for the fact that it was starting to get a bit like you know a bit tedious after a while. Um, that really pushed it. And yeah, I think that if they they will inevitably make a sequel, I think they've got a lot to kind of hopefully go with there. But um, I don't know if they'll beat that Darth Vader sequence. But um, yeah, I think it's cool. It was all right. It wasn't, I wouldn't say to anyone. I think if you like Star Wars and you like the idea of using a lightsaber in a cool way, then play it. But it's not like the best action adventure game of the year or the last 10 years or anything. Um, I think there's so many people that do like that idea that um, almost all of the customer reviews are positive because that is enough to sell people on it. Yeah. Well, get, I'm not surprised. Get Should we go into However, the review section? We should, we should, because I found a few grumblers and groaners. I do like a good a few, A few amusing uh, reviews to share. Nice, let's do it. I hate it. So, here we are with the reviews. Um, I've been scouring Amazon. Yeah. Jamie Hill. Gives it two stars. Not worth it. Basically, just a big assault course. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. That's the platforming. It's just so annoying sometimes. It does feel like it's just one big assault course, yeah. Um, here's one tall guy, uh, 22. Mm. Gives it two stars. Mm. Team Raider 4. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I did see quite a lot of uh, negative uh, reviews focused on saying this is basically uh, using the engine from Tomb Raider 4 
that whoever owned that property has sold it off. They've decided that they're not going to do any more games and they've sold it to EA and they've just used it to make a Star Wars game. They might have done, to be honest. Like, yeah, Square Enix did Tomb Raider. Um, and I think that was in Unreal Engine 4. Uh, and they did say after the third one, which was Shadow of the Tomb Raider, um, which was right. Uh, I think they did say they were going to stop making them. So it wouldn't surprise me because it is a similar, it's the same as like that copied the Uncharted series. Um, it's very similar, but yeah, I can understand why they would think that. That's exactly what this guy says, actually. Basically, Naughty Dog have finished with its Tomb Raider game engine and sold it to EA and they have repackaged it into Star Wars. I am going to continue playing, but OMG fail. <laughs> Usual EA crap effort. Cut scenes are... PS3 quality. Yeah, I don't think that's true. They're not PS. The cutscenes are good, but one thing actually, which we didn't touch upon, and I think I mentioned it last week, is that it is glitchy as fuck. It was glitching out a lot when I was playing it, um, and that was surprising for EA and something that they usually stick a lot of money into making sure it's smooth and slick. No, the cutscenes were great. The cutscenes didn't feel PS3 at all. That's a silly remark. This one, uh, it's a little bit sad, actually, so... Oh, dear. Get your Kleenex out. It's already out. Got that for after this. <laughs> this is a uh, two-star rating. Incompatible item, no communication. Item delivered quickly, but unable to use it, as it was a Polish language version, despite all descriptions being in English and no reference to any other language. Contacted seller, no reply. Item returned. Very unhappy child who spent his birthday money on this game. Oh, not his birthday money. So, he's talking about himself. He's talking about himself in third person. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, poor, poor person. Um, yeah, well, to be honest, I don't think it's a big deal. Get your money back. It's not, you know... I'm guessing the game has multiple languages. You like when you log load it up, you can select. I don't know how it works anymore. Like, surely it's just everything's just on one disc. That's what I'm thinking. They didn't. <laughs> for some reason, they couldn't figure out how to put it on English. <laughs> yeah, it feels it's weird. Polish rubbish. Yeah, like I don't know. Surely it just reads whatever your fucking console is and goes with that. Like, are we in that? Are we still at that point where it's? No, surely not. Like, but maybe we have are. to get it from the region or whatever. I don't know. Amazon customer gave a two-star review mm. as well. So here we go. This is verbatim what they put. That it is easy to return an item. Mm. This is their review. Mm. I didn't order the item. A member of my family did. They was happy with it. Oh, okay. Why review Two it? Two stars. <laughs> <laughs> just reviewing the fact that reviewing something that someone else in your family ordered. I'm just going to review it. Got nothing to do with it, don't worry. So just review it. <laughs> Two stars, though. Two stars. Uh, so that brings to a conclusion the review section. Lovely. Um, well, that's it, basically. Um I think we get, are we going to try and do Harry Cloud next week? Let's hope, yeah. Let's hope he recovers and uh, we send him our best wishes. Mm. Well, in that case, we okay. won't do another um, thingy on the uh, 
um, selection list. But uh, yeah, if you've got any, check out Harry Cloud's stuff. Um, he's got his new album out, which is uh, with The Pig and the Machine. Is that right? That's the one, yeah. Um, which is worth checking out. And yeah, if you've got any questions for Harry, then let us know. New into podcast at gmail.com or cast up balls at gmail.com. Go on, uh, we're on a, uh, um, Instagram at a new winter, Twitter at a new winter because we're part of a new winter podcast um, network. Dan, where can people find you? Dreadful Dan's Discs on YouTube. And uh, yeah, I actually did a review of Harry's album, The Big Machine. So if you want to check that out, check it please do and we've got um links in the description so you can just click through and go to where you need to from there um cool so thanks everyone and we'll see you on the next one bye bye Thank you for listening to Oddcast Movies, Music and Gaming. If you want to get in touch with us or get a movie, album or game put on our list to discuss, then email us at oddcastoddballs at gmail.com or a newwinterpodcast at gmail.com. This is part of a New Winter Podcast Network, so head on over to anewwinter.net to check out our other shows. You can also follow us on Instagram at anewwinter, Twitter at anewwinter, and you can head on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash anewwinter. Thanks for listening and see you again soon. 